Hello, and welcome to Finding Respect in the Chaos on Think Tech Hawaii. My name is Cynthia Lee Sinclair, and I'm glad that you're joining me today. We're going to talk about something uncomfortable, something that's hard for people to agree on. It's one of the most divisive things that's happening in our country right now, and that is the future of Planned Parenthood, the future of people's ability to have women's ability to have autonomy over their own body. There are so many things that can happen if they reverse Roe v. Wade. And I believe that the fact that there are no exceptions for rape or incest really shows that the craven nature of what's going on here. The people that are mainly behind this anti-abortion push are also anti-social services. So they want you to make sure you have that baby, but they're not gonna help you take care of it once you do. And that to me is hypocrisy at its worst. There are now 16 states and DC also that already have laws protecting the right to have an abortion post-Roe. In other words, after they return it, um, reverse it. There are 17, 16 states, excuse me, most of them on the West Coast. We've got Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, right? We got Colorado. We got Illinois in the middle, or Indiana, excuse me, in the middle of the state. And then we've got the Northeast corner also. Um, and so we've got here, I'm going to bring it back to Hawaii now. For us, we have that law protecting us. If when it's re reversed, it goes just to states' rights, right? Well, um, what if they decide to turn it over completely and say it's against federal law in any state? I think we have to do some more codifying in order to make sure that that doesn't happen. But here in Hawaii, we are very lucky. We have codified that law. We have laws protecting women and protecting the right to have autonomy over their own body. And that is something we are very lucky to have here. Um, not too long ago, Think Tech Hawaii used to have a spot on OC16. At one point when we had our new Planned Parenthood that was just opening, we did a show on that for OC16. I have some of those clips for you and I'd like to show them to you here. Welcome to Think Tech on Spectrum OC16, Hawaii's weekly newscast on things that matter to tech and to Hawaii. I'm Elise Anderson. And I'm Cynthia Sinclair. In our show this week, we'll attend the opening ceremony for Planned Parenthood's new state-of-the-art health center in Honolulu. 
Planned Parenthood Federation of America is a nonprofit organization that provides sexual health care in the U.S. and internationally. Planned Parenthood was founded over a hundred years ago on the revolutionary idea that women have the right to access the information and care that they need to live healthy lives. And today, the Planned Parenthood Action Fund fights to protect that right, often in the face of extreme politicians trying to take it away. Over the years, Planned Parenthood staff and supporters have been pioneers in reproductive rights, choice, and self-determination. Today, we see the fruits of their labor and their resolve. Planned Parenthood is the nation's largest provider of sex education. An estimated one in five American women visits a Planned Parenthood health center in her lifetime. And Planned Parenthood's more than 600 health centers deliver high-quality, supportive health care to 2.4 million people each year. Many of Planned Parenthood's patients are people who have historically faced barriers to quality health care. Often those patients are people of color, people who live in rural areas, LGBTQ people, people with low incomes, and people without health insurance. Without Planned Parenthood health centers, many of these patients may have no other place to turn to access safe and legal abortion or preventative care like birth control, well woman exams, and life-saving cancer and STD screenings. Planned Parenthood is determined to protect access to care at the Planned Parenthood health centers that so many people across the country depend on, and to make sure that the people of this country can access reproductive health care, no matter their zip code, income, sexual orientation, race, religion, gender, country of origin, or immigration status. Planned Parenthood's Action Fund is a nonprofit, nonpartisan group that advocates for inclusive sex education, STD and unplanned pregnancy prevention, and the right to a safe and legal abortion, all without government interference. The fund is backed by 11 million activists, donors, and supporters working to advance access to sexual health care and defend reproductive rights. While the fund works at the national level, local Planned Parenthood advocacy and political organizations defend reproductive rights across the country. The fund fights back when anti-abortion politicians and their extremist allies try to outlaw abortion, take away access to affordable birth control, and block patients from care at Planned Parenthood health centers. It fights back when the basic human rights of Planned Parenthood's patients, volunteers, supporters, activists, and staff are under attack. The fund educates and organizes the public. It registers, informs, and mobilizes voters. It promotes policies that help people access health care. It works with reproductive health champions in federal, state, and local legislatures. During elections, it promotes political candidates who advocate for reproductive rights, and it stands in solidarity with social justice partners to fight against hate and discrimination. The Fund's Political Action Committee is committed to supporting candidates for federal office, Congress, and the White House who support women's health, health care access, and reproductive rights. We have another little clip I'd like to show you here. Um, we had a talk show where we were interviewing Marjorie Ao, who is one of the, actually, Jay Fidel, our CEO, was interviewing uh, a woman named Marjorie Ao, who is a lawyer who helps with Planned Parenthood, and Chris Charbonneau, who is the CEO of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood's 100 years old this oh, year, oh, oh, oh. and 50 years old here in Hawaii. What was the initial, you know, mission on it and how has that changed, if at all? 
Well, Margaret Sanger and her colleagues smuggled diaphragms into New York City a uh, hundred years ago. It's against the law. Yes, yeah, absolutely against the law in pickle vats. They they labeled them pickles I love so the that story. I know so that nobody would uh, know what was in there, and it was illegal to use them, it was illegal to sell them, it was illegal to educate about them and talk about them. So a good many women, um, middle and upper class women, interestingly, went to jail. Um, to prove the concept that um, women really needed to be able to do this and it was not obscenity, that it was actually part of the mainstream. And um, thanks to all the supporters of Planned Parenthood over the many, many decades, um, now using contraception has become incredibly normative. It's part of the Affordable Care Act. All the insurance policies include it now. Um, and it's seen as part of what creates a healthy society. Chris Yarbrough, what an amazing woman. And we're going to hear a little bit more from her in a few minutes. Right now, I want to show you some interviews that we did when we were on site for the opening of our new Planned Parenthood on Baratania Street. I'm doing a guest appearance as Lieutenant Governor. I remember my days fondly being a Think Tech host. And I'm here with Jennifer Allen from Planned Parenthood. Jennifer, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Jennifer Allen. I am the CEO of Planned Parenthood Votes Northwest in Hawaii. We are the part of Planned Parenthood that does advocacy and political work so that everyone can access the health care they need. And Jennifer, can you tell us about the breadth of your job? Are you in this state and many others? How does that work? Yeah, I am actually in this state and many others. Um, we are very happy and privileged to be able to work with our friends in Hawaii here. We also work in Washington, Alaska, and Idaho. What is your message to the people of the city and county on the issue of Planned Parenthood? The message is that we welcome them, that we invite this organization here to help all of us, help all women and men to be better in their everyday lives. And what is your message to the Supreme Court uh, on, on the legal issues surrounding Planned Parenthood? Leave Roe versus Wade alone. It's an excellent decision that Justice Brennan wrote. It should stand. It stood the test of time. Let's not reverse course and go back to the 1950s. Well, it's an absolutely directed attack at Planned Parenthood specifically. Um, he doesn't like that we are a politically powerful organization in addition to be a being a great health care provider for women. And he would like to see us rubbed off the face of the earth. And I think that standing here in this building, we're, we're saying we're here to stay. Um, and we're also obviously going to directly take those rules to court. They're unethical. And states like Hawaii have already weighed in on the fact that there it will be unacceptable in the state of Hawaii to require rules of that kind. Um, and we already have legal and um, legislative pushback planned. We're advocating for women's health today. They have built a beautiful clinic downstairs that uh, respects our women's needs for whatever health services they may require, may want, may desire. That's what we are about in Hawaii. We're about taking care of people and to have ever left any women's health uh, availability on the table or in another state or another part of our state is unacceptable. You heard it from our Lieutenant Governor. He's, he's exactly right. <laughs> it's time to take a little bit of a break here. So I've got a little um, pre-made commentary from ThinkTech that I'd like to play for you guys right now.
And now that we're back, we're going to take you on a walking tour with Chris Charbonneau of the new facility on Baratania Street. Will you be greeted by actual people sitting at all these desks waving at you? And um, you'd come up and be able to very discreetly talk about why you were here. Within the, we've designed the front desk so it's noise dampening so that your business remains your business. Um, and it's quite a ways away from the seating area, so mm -hmm. people aren't sitting right there listening to the story you tell. Right. All the visual images you see are people from Hawaii, so if you recognize them, they're probably your friends and neighbors. We wanted to make it possible for the clinician to be facing the patient all the time. So this has to move. So even if you're typing, you're, you're looking somebody in the eye. This is about your care. We want to know what questions you want to ask. Um, and we're not going to be some anonymous person with their back to you faced away from who you are. You can see going down the row that we have eight exam rooms that triples the size of what we had at our old King Street location. Um, because people in Hawaii need that much care. We need to be able to see that many people simultaneously. Okay, um, now that we're back, I'm going to actually play you guys that little promo again. It goes so fast that it's hard to read all of it, but it's so important. So I'm going to play it again for you guys to see one more time. Thank you for reading it again. Those are important things in that little message there, right? This next part of the show, we're gonna be talking about the uncomfortable part. If you ever drive down Baratania, you see lots of people waving signs and causing trouble and anti-abortion people harassing people before they walk in the door. When I was down there for this next interview that you're going to watch, I saw two people try to get in the door and not be able to get in the door unaccosted. They couldn't get inside without somebody coming and shoving pamphlets in their face and telling them what they're doing is wrong. And did you know that this company is from the devil and all these crazy things. Then there was a couple that was coming out and they stopped in the door and are like, you know, they didn't want to come out with those people being there. They didn't want to be harassed again. You know, when you think about it, these people are going through so much stress and trauma just to get in the door. And so to have to go through all of that first, I just don't think it's right. So here's a clip of me talking to some of those protesters. There's other reasons when um, they think the pill is safe, but I have information here. The risk that they have, the, the, what it can cause, cervical cancer, breast cancer. And young girls don't know and parents don't, don't tell them. Are you guys affiliated with a local church? 
That is not constitutional. These people who talk about, they want the constitution to tell us this. Well, the constitution says, sorry, the whole reason we first started in America here, freedom of religion, which means these, you know, born again Christians, these crazy Christians that have hijacked, in my mind, hijacked my religion, these evangelicals that are changing everything to this strange patriotic and patriarchic. Not sure if that's the right word. <laughs> Sorry. But this, this weird patriarchal, there we go, this strange patriarchal system again. Well, that's not where we're going in the future. That's going backwards. Why would any of us want to go backwards? That doesn't make any sense. I have a quote here from, um, from Hillary Clinton that I'd like to read for you now. I have met thousands and thousands of pro-choice men and women. I have never met anyone who is pro-abortion. Being pro-choice is not being pro-abortion. Being pro-choice is trusting the individual to make the right decision for herself and her family and not entrusting that decision to anyone wearing the authority of government in any regard. Boy, she really nailed it perfectly. And before I end with our last clip here, I wanna share just a little bit of my own personal experience. My first husband was extremely abusive. I finally got up the wherewithal to leave him. And I had two small kids. They were six and, and three. And my husband at the time came and he raped me. I said, no, I screamed and I hollered. I tried to fight back. He was a big guy. I ended up pregnant. I could not imagine, first off, trying to bring another baby into this world with a father like that. And, and I just couldn't do anymore. I was barely making it and taking care of the two children I had. I didn't have anything left in me. If it wasn't for Planned Parenthood, I don't know if I wouldn't have maybe had some kind of major emotional breakdown. And that would have really hurt my children. I prayed about it. Being a Christian, I prayed hard about it. And I believe that God does not hate me for that. He's not going to 86 me from his presence because of it. I know that he supported me in doing the right thing for my mental health and my physical health. I don't feel bad about it now. It doesn't haunt me. Sometimes I think about it, but it never haunts me. And I don't beat myself up for it either. And people out there shouldn't beat themselves up either. The people that are in the wrong here are the protesters, the people that want to have forced state, forced theocracy, right? That's the part that's wrong. Okay, and now let's lighten up back up a little and let's end with a little bit of hope from Devarn, I mean, uh, Dayton Kavarn, who is, I 
think the main manager at Planned Parenthood here, and he is an awesome guy. So if you have any questions, anything that you need, let me tell you, that guy wasn't right. That protester was way wrong when he said that Planned Parenthood doesn't tell you that. They do. They tell you everything that you need to know to make the right decision for you. And here is Dayton telling us a little bit about that. Really what you want to say is Planned Parenthood is we are here. We are not going anywhere. Our doors are open. I like that. Uh, and just in this moment in time, when you think of all that's going on politically, right. we're still thriving. Um, yes. We open in a brand new building. We own it. We're in our community and we're going to stay here for our community. Right. And we're going to continue to expand. So oh. we're never ever thinking about Planned Parenthood as an affiliate and a federation. We're never ever thinking about how we're going to close. We're thinking about how we're going to thrive and continue to grow. I love that. And I think it's really important for people out there to understand that with all the things that you hear in the news these days about, you know, Planned Parenthood being defunded and all these other things, Planned Parenthood is not going anywhere so you guys you still have those services out there for you don't lose heart don't lose heart exactly that is what i want everyone to know don't lose heart here in hawaii we are lucky we have services you can go out and get what you need right Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with me today on Think Tech Hawaii. My name is Cynthia Sinclair, and this has been Finding Respect in the Chaos. Take care. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.